Welcome to Cinema Discussions. My name is John. I am joined by Vaughn. Senior theoretical hoodie experiment uh, correspondent. Sure. Today we are discussing (laughs) Morgan, the uh, science fiction horror film directed by Luke Scott in his directorial (laughs) debut, written by Uh, Luke Skywalker. Luke Scott, uh, son of Ridley Scott. Oh. One of multiple Ridley Scott children. Uh, so, you know, that's where you get the sci-fi angle. And, and okay. all the advertisements were leading up saying, uh, from producer Ridley Scott, because uh, no one knows who Luke Scott is, because he's yeah. a you know, new guy. Yeah. Um, is, is, is this his first movie? Yeah, this is his first movie. Oh, and, okay. Uh, but I, I was, uh, from the stories I've heard, it sounds like uh, Ridley definitely had a lot of input on it because being a director, or a producer on it. Right. Um, so he was, he, he was kind of hands-on producer with it, and mm-hmm. helping out his son for the first time uh stars kate mara um mm-hmm. as well as a, a slew of other good uh, actors in there as well um toby jones notably um paul giamatti so before we get into the spoilers of the film uh let's go with recommendations hmm, yes. recommendations yeah um you know that this is not a heavy sci-fi movie like, no. by any stretch uh, it, it's no uh, it's no dune it's no blade runner or anything like that it's pretty approachable yeah, they've got uh, <clears throat> just the basics of uh, any kind of uh, theoretical science fiction mm-hmm. um, of, of something that could potentially be possible. That's it's not. It's too kind far of fringe like. Yeah, the show Fringe. Yeah, it kind. Of, I mean, not as not as heavy as Fringe gets into. Yeah, uh, they get they get really deep in the stuff, but it's mm. um, just enough to give you a good um, horror setup, horror plot device. Mm-hmm. Um, Sim- I, I mean, thinking of it, in, when I was starting out the film, I, I immediately started thinking of Ridley Scott's Alien mm-hmm. um, and, and other things like that as, as being a horror film that is based in a um, sci-fi universe. Sci-fi so background. That, yeah, yeah. The, the sci-fi is set up so that the you can create that the horror environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think, what this um, has in it, that, that kind of thing. Um, it's mm-hmm. not even as sciencey as something like um, the one from uh, from last year with Alicia Vikander and uh, all the people from Star Wars and Domino Gleason. I'm forgetting the name of the film. Right? All the actors in it, um, <laughs> you know, where the uh, person to the Google. <laughs> 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 all right. As I'm thinking about that, how would you recommend this film? Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't really see any the overall negatives to the movie uh I, I will say one thing the the trailer that i've been seeing for a while uh it, it's a a trailer that was in pretty pretty heavy rotation mm-hmm. in uh, at least in theaters <clears throat> um the the trailer is definitely a bit misleading like almost deceptive i might say somewhat i so yeah it doesn't doesn't necessarily match up to what it is uh ex machina is the one i was thinking of that oh um, yeah that one a similar kind of film but not uh that one goes uh, heavier into the the science and and the theories behind it and mm-hmm. um but uh yeah, this one uh, yeah i think it's uh it's really good if you're into that kind of film if you're into a film like ex machina or <coughs> um uh alien blade runner um, any of those things. This is if you're into the theoretical side of those things, and um, you like a, a kind of simple uh, horror film, 
in, in in a way that it's not a large scope to anything. It's a small cast mm-hmm. uh, and it's yeah. relatively limited to it to a small location um, horror kind of film. We've done Don't Breathe recently, which is another mm-hmm. small cast uh, in a, in a small place horror yeah. film. Um, um, and I, yeah, yeah, people people do die in this one. Yeah, uh, so not th- not not any excessive death. <laughs> well, we don't want to go crazy on that stuff, but yeah, that yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's not it, that's not really spoiling anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're, it kind of made that clear in the trailer. If, if you're into uh, if you're into that kind of film, then I think this is a good one to check out. It's mm-hmm. not, um, I don't, if, you know, I, I don't hold it as high as as something like uh, Ex Machina as, as far as uh, you know a, a big stable in the in the genre. It's not like a uh, uh, Black Mirror or something that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, it's something that is akin to those things. Um, it doesn't quite uh, reach that level of greatness, um, so it's not one that a lot of people are going to be like, you got to go out and see this movie. Uh, but if that's the kind of movie you're into, then this is definitely worth watching, and I think I think you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so now, spoiler alert. Let's get into it. <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, as far as dying, a lot of people die. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much everybody, most, actually. Most everyone of our main characters, one survives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as the as far as any characters that get introduced before the last five minutes of the film, two survive because there's the mm-hmm. person on the phone, and he oh. survives. Yeah. And then he talks to another guy afterwards, and there's the mm-hmm. person yeah. on the. Bar. But aside from that, everyone else, everyone else gets gets yeah. wiped out. So there's a there's a percentage wise, it's a large um, death toll on this one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this is one of those where the twist in it, uh, I saw from the beginning, I mostly because yeah. <laughs> when you, when it's okay, it's Luke Scott. I knew that I mm-hmm. knew it's produced by Ridley Scott, but this is the son of son of Ridley Scott. So you grow up with your father being Ridley Scott and you're making a movie about, it's not really artificial intelligence. Mm. It's it's artificial oh, no. life. It, it is. It, I I would say she uh, Morgan, the the yeah. titular character. I I would say she is an engineered human. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's bioengineered. Uh, so she has she has synthetic life, but she is uh, organic material. So she's. They, yeah. I don't think they made it quite clear when. Um, uh, Doctor Zoloff uh, from uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same actor. Yeah, Doctor Zig- Doctor Ziegler, Doctor uh, Zoloff. That guy. Um, they they I think they kind of missed. Maybe I missed it, or they, they didn't. They didn't quite specify. I, th- I think they took a a fetal human, mm-hmm. the, this girl, and they they introduced these little uh, nano machines into yeah. uh, nerve cells. Yeah. So it's got yeah it's got it's got um, micro machines it's got <laughs> it's got nanobots uh, yeah uh, in inside it yeah. so that they're kind of um, re- so, yes, re- yes. remixing her DNA a bit yeah so it's, uh, it is she kind has of yeah she she grows up very quickly yes yeah rapid, um, rapid it has has essentially heightened uh, human abilities mm-hmm. uh, not you know not definitely not metahuman abilities. No, but uh, yeah, she, she's no X Man. Heightened strength and uh, reflexes, <clears throat> things like that, um, and uh, heightened <clears throat> cognitive abilities to the point of uh, telepathy. Yeah, 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 a little bit of uh, yeah, probably probably just brainwave uh, sensitivity. Say, I, w- I wouldn't say straight up telepathy. Well, so they say precognition. Yeah, um, which, which is entirely for, different. Yeah, I thought that was misused. I think that was the wrong word. Yeah. Yeah, I. I 
I thought that was weird. It's like, oh, so she can see she, the future? She's, she's not Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> so I don't... Th- unless I'm off on what precognition is, I don't I don't think that that was the right term for it. I, But it seemed yeah. more like telepathy because she's controlling... Yeah. She's controlling elements of the room with her mind. Um, the mm-hmm. lights and the music, she can control with her, her, her mind. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she, they set that up. They said, we've, yeah. we've engineered the room so that she can control these things with her thoughts. Hmm. Um, on top of that, every time she meets someone, she can she knows all about them. Um, so either she's accessing the internet, um, but which is possible. She's got the nano machines in her and she could have some Wi-Fi yeah, built yeah, in. Just she just could pl- plug it right in face recognition, searching the databases and all that <laughs> stuff. So there's that possibility or it's, she's looking into their mind and saying, Oh, I know you, I know now your name and everyone they're thinking about and your family and all that. I'm, I'm looking through your, your history and that's what it seemed like she was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's those, uh, she has those abilities too, which that, that's another special thing. Yeah. So yeah, and anyway, because it's, it's, it's the, the yeah. son of Ridley Scott, I immediately start thinking of Blade Runner, mm-hmm. which makes me think of replicants, which makes me think of the main character is, not knowing yeah. is, if they're is a replicant. Is a replicant. Exactly. <laughs> and so that, that's, that, that's the exact thought I had about halfway through the movie. I got that at the beginning of the film. <laughs> and and yeah, you can pick it up at any moment. They're, they're, they're dropping clues throughout. Yeah. But they're subtle clues. But the main thing for me is it was just knowing the director and, and the videos mm-hmm. are like that's that's on my mind. So as yeah. I'm as I'm looking at uh, at Kate Mara, I'm just thinking about her. I'm saying, could she be hmm. from the beginning? I'm looking at that and seeing and everything to hmm. see that that suggests She's that kind of robot is because the answer at the end of the movie is she either is or she isn't. But uh you know that that questions on on the table, yeah. and uh, especially when they, you know, when they when they put her in the cage, mm-hmm. and you, you show her on that side of the glass, then that's one of those other signs where it's like. But another one is at the dinner table um, when she talks to the uh, the woman who was in Helsinki, um, and had witnessed uh, that the, the Chinese woman. Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, there was a the tragic event that happened in Helsinki with one of their other. Yeah, I, I was said, wondering about that. They they bring up almost Hel- everyone they, died there. They say they say they say Helsinki twice. Yes, but they never address as to what exactly no. it was. The incident. They ref- something like that. Yeah, I was like, like dude, I that, like, that's a missed opportunity right no, there. I, I like that. I I like that idea because <laughs> it's setting it up that something horrible went wrong where only where uh, many of the workers were killed, mm-hmm. um, and it's in <clears throat> a division that is similar to what they're doing here. Mm-hmm. So all it's saying is this can go horribly wrong, and it will. Yeah. But uh, yeah. so they're they're preparing for that. Um, so that woman talks to Kate uh, as it, uh, she get her character name Lee Weathers. Yeah. Um, talks talks to Lee um, uh, Doctor Cheng. That's who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so Doctor Cheng talks to Lee uh, as if she's met her before. Um, but Lee talks to Chang, saying, "I, you know, I don't recognize your face. I, I, I don't think I've ever met you before. Yeah. I don't believe we've and ever met before." Conveniently knows how to speak Mandarin. Yes, but but then Doctor Chang's <laughs> like, oh, "Oh, okay." But at first, you know, she she clearly recognizes her, mm-hmm. and as if they've met before. So it seems like there's a memory wipe at some point. Um, there's mm. uh, that was a, a big clue to me that there yeah. was yeah. there's something up with yeah, that. They, Jason Bourne. So either either Dr. Chang was studying her or uh, or she had met. She could even uh, I don't think she was, you know, the incident from from Helsinki. That would have been I'm sure they would have terminated that program. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But uh, and as they were talking about the uh, the model number of Morgan, um, mm, uh, L nine. Yeah, the L nine. Yeah. So first of all, when you see L nine, you're like, all right, clearly there's at least L one through eight. There, there, there might be. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, aside from that, you have L, so there could also be, you know, J uh, A through uh, other <laughs> through letters. K. Um, <laughs> there's there's any number of potentials for other differentiations from from these programs. Yeah. Um, so I like the way that they went with it by having it be two competing lines of synthetic humans. Hmm. Um, as as that's what they were saying, they said, oh, yeah. the L9s. So, which is what's revealed at the end, yeah. essentially. So the other, well, I can't remember what kind of one uh, Lee Weathers is. Uh, but uh, L4. L, I, don't, I didn't think it was an L. I thought it was 4. Yeah, I four thought I heard L4. Right, but I, I, uh, yeah. It might be. It might be. I, I thought it was a different letter, but it's at least yeah uh, that could it could work. But so that uh, that series that model of it, um, they're going to go forward with making those and no longer make the L nine series mm-hmm. um, uh, that Morgan was was created yeah. as a lineup. because yeah, Morgan has the uh, the nice little bonus prize of having a severe anger problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, it's an interesting thing. It's just it's a. Uh, yeah, not being able to regulate um, her her emotions easily with that, and and they're testing that out um, by doing that the, the in the psych eval. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're he's trying to push her to that point uh, mm-hmm. to to try to replicate the uh, the, the conditions yeah. of, of that in, initial incident. Um, um, uh, well, that that uh, uh, that psych scene with uh, Paul Giamatti and his yes. little uh, side role there. Uh, that that's one of the things that they uh, made. Mm, I, I would say less than uh, ambiguous in the trailer. Yeah, because they it, it's if you if, watching the trailer, it looks like they're heavily implying that she has uh, telekinesis. Because what what really happened is like Paul. Paul's here. He's making her angry. Like she's on the opposite side of the table, but she, what she actually does is she jumps on the table and then kicks him into the wall. Yes. In the trailer, they take out that little part where she's climbing on the table. He's just flying across. Okay. It's like, oh, okay. So we're we're dealing with a meta human. It's like, no, that's not the I, case. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. That to the that was kind of the big part things. where I said that made me think, that, oh, that's really kind of a deceptive trailer in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, but it's not. Sh- it's only a slight difference you yeah. know, from from where she's already at, but I, yeah. I love the scene with Paul Giamatti. I think that was oh yeah, there's a lot a of good fun scenes scene. in the movie, but I think that's one <clears> of the, the best ones in there of yeah. um, just how you process with emotion and the idea of so you first begin with him uh, being preoccupied with other things, and he uh, when when they set it up so that he's interviewing from the on the glass that mm-hmm. line of uh, if if she has to be on the other side of the glass then she's already failed the, f- yeah. the psych evaluation yeah and that's how you know he's, that, yeah so now he we know he's gonna die yeah we know he's gonna die but it's <laughs> it's a great line like great sentiment of you know if if this person needs to be restrained mm-hmm. okay psych eval failed it that's yeah it's pretty clear um i mean you, just, you can still test them without that but um <laughs> So, so you start from there, and then you know, just just going through the cycles of how uh, people process emotions, especially um, thinking about it with a like a teenager um, mm-hmm. dealing with emotions, and they're you know getting uh, going through puberty and developing different uh, hormones and reacting to those in different ways, and, and you start dealing with emotions in a different way, um, then and and trying to understand how you uh what the appropriate reactions are in any situation mm-hmm. so while it's it, he's trying to get the thing of like if 
if I do these set of circumstances, the proper response for you is to be angry. Mm -hmm. Then that's perfectly fine. But as any, as many, uh, Sandy, but as many uh, children would do, or any uh, many people would do, if they're being under scrutiny, where you know there's potentially severe consequences if you uh, don't pass this psych evaluation, mm -hmm. um, and they're asking you these set of questions, and you, you're just trying to respond with, "Oh no, I would never hate you in any of those situations." <laughs> of course, I'd, I'm, you know, yeah. I, Maybe a little disappointed. Uh, you know, I mean, it'd be fine. Uh, you know, if that's what you yeah. if that's what you decide, uh, like, that's your decision. Yeah. Like if I'm saying, you're not going to be locked in this cage for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's that's your decision. <laughs> like, and that's what she thinks he wants to hear. Yeah, it's like we we can't give our real reaction, which everybody knows would be the real reaction, yeah. because giving this uh, kind of non-committal reaction is is seen as more acceptable when it's really kind of not. No, because it's but everybody does know, that because he knows that she's hiding those emotions. Yeah. Um, and so then she's lying about those emotions, and if she's capable of lying about those emotions then you don't know what she's capable of doing mm -hmm. um and the reaction can be more severe yeah. whereas if she yeah. had just gone with yeah, i'd be really angry i'd probably punch you like, like go with that yeah. like because like, you're paul giamatti i'd punch you anyway you hold back from the point of i would kill you yeah. but uh but you can you're rightfully yeah. in the in the amount of ways and if he said you know when he gets to the termination thing mm -hmm. like i would fight for my life in that case because you're threatening my life and mm -hmm. that's that would be an appropriate human response to a situation oh yeah uh, but they you know <clears throat> they have to hide that so it's a it's a weird thing because yeah. it's not like a um uh turing test or anything or even the oh, yeah. uh, the voight comp test uh like this isn't it the reactions that uh, that Morgan was having, or at least the way that uh, that Morgan responding to that psych evaluation was pretty human, standard thing of trying mm. to save yourself yeah. and trying to give the answers that the you think that the tester wants to hear. They, yeah, they, they they wrote that part for her in a pretty interesting way because she's like, physically she's like five years old. She, well, uh, chronologically. Yeah, chronologically she's uh, five as, years old. Uh, she, she, uh, in, yeah, literally speaking, she is five. Because uh, that's that's how long she's been kind of down there incubating in the experiment. Yeah. Uh, yeah physically, she looks like uh, eh, ballpark eighteen or sixteen. Yeah. 16, the, actress, 18. the actress is twenty now. So. Oh, okay. From whenever they filmed it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. She was also in the the witch. Oh, okay. Which people call the witch. Yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll ballpark her sixteen to eighteen. Yeah, physically, yeah. Uh, growth wise. Um. Uh, it, they they did a pretty good job of writing her such that uh, th this character has like a a book based knowledge of what emotions are yes uh, what what is normal yes uh, but uh, her brain doesn't comprehend why it's normal uh, or what what really is normal kind well, of yeah kind of she thing. has as much life experience as a five year old um, about she yeah has the, she has the book smarts of <clears throat> of uh, an adult. An adult, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so she's able to get all of that, uh, the information in. Yeah. But but her experience, her, her actual experience with other yeah. people with emotions yeah. has been five years worth of experience on that. Yeah. And, and a little more than a five-year-old would have, I could say, too, because if she's got accelerated growth, mm -hmm. um, then she's in those years where you're not uh, you're forming... Uh, uh, connections or, or memories and stuff yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, and men mentally, she's probably, 
I want to say 10 to 12. Yeah, or at least her, her maybe or emotionally. I would say. Yeah, emotionally. Emotionally, like, yeah, because like, she she's using all, all the right words, uh, friend, love, uh, all the other stuff. Yeah, uh, she knows the definitions of these words mm-hmm. and kind of what it should look feel like, but not what it really is. And she's generally been treated well for so long. Uh, overall, yeah, yeah. Man, they did let her out before. Another great thing that this this whole thing brings up is, uh, as I kept thinking about this, was the allegory of the cave, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, uh, I know uh, there was another movie that we were talking about that I think Bergman brought that up with, but, uh, so I was thinking about him and his response to it with it, but, mm-hmm. uh, so the, but, uh, which is, the allegory of the cave is one of my favorite ever premises uh <laughs> you know written by plato but yeah. um that that whole idea of uh you know no everything you know mm-hmm. the, the shadows on the on the wall yeah, like coming from behind you yeah, yeah and and so her entire life she's in this cage and the i think it was dr chang uh who had mentioned it um which is when you uh it could have been paul giamatti too i, I can't remember which which character had said it but um mm-hmm. it, it's fine to uh keep someone in that cage as long as you don't uh show them what they're missing outside oh, i can't yeah. remember the exact line that they used it was a beautiful um analogy mm-hmm. that they had said and i i saddened that i can't remember the line because i just remember it was impactful and it was a good good analogy but yeah. uh but to yes, the dvd exactly <laughs> um but but as long as what that means is just that uh if if someone is you know, kept in, in whatever place they're they're kept in, it's to an outsider observer, it's still cruel to keep them in that space. Mm-hmm. But if that's all they know, Room was the movie I was thinking of too. Um, mm. I don't know if you saw that. The, one. the, the really bad one? No, the good one. The, oh, the okay. Academy Award nominated oh, one. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> not The Room. The, oh, okay. Room. Okay. Room, which is, uh, yeah, it's a, a story about a, um, a little boy and uh, his mother kept in this small room. Um, but the, the boy was born in that room and grew up in that room and only knows that room. Hmm. So to him, that is the, the world, the entire world is that room. Yeah. Um, it's all he knows. He just kind of accepts it. Yeah. And so, so that's what, uh, you think of with this. And if Morgan just knew that room, that'd be it. Now Morgan was let outside Mm -hmm. and, and shown the outside around that compound and now knows that that world is that big. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was fine. To a point, he gets gets uh, Morgan outside, gets her exercising, um, learning all that stuff. Except that uh, yeah, then, then you the, got the one uh, woman, the behaviorist, right? Yeah. Um, she starts telling her the story about the lake. Yeah, that was uh, the wildling girl from uh, Game of Thrones. Um, mm. <laughs> I just recognize it from <laughs> the whole movie. I was looking at him like I know that from somewhere. It was from Game of Thrones. <laughs> hey, yeah, um, I haven't gotten into that. She also popped up in uh, the Last Witch Hunter. Uh, anyway, uh, so she she tells her about the about uh, the lake and the river, and so as soon as Morgan hears about that, she's like, "Yeah, I'd love to go there." And everyone else is like, "Yeah, oh, but why would she do that? She's not supposed to go out further." Like, but and now you've now this is the first time that you've restricted her from something. You said you can't have this. Yeah, everything else she she was able to have <clears throat> from all that we were showing. She was able to have everything that she knows about mm-hmm. um yeah, and now you've told her no yeah and so she didn't know how to respond to that and she uh, had the outburst with mm-hmm. it um with the uh, kathy yeah with the, kathy the first lady yeah um from uh uh hateful late jennifer jason lee 
Um, that that's what I was trying to remember. I, I, yeah, I, I wasn't. I couldn't tell it because of the the uh, bandage on her eye. Yeah. Well, yeah. specifically with the bandage on, on her eye, reminded me of uh, Hateful Eight because her character in that. <laughs> oh at, yeah. At, at points throughout the film, <laughs> it, it was very reminiscent of that. Okay. Um. So yeah. So she. Uh. uh that she attacks her, and that mm-hmm. start that that's the inciting incident for the whole thing. But it's it's that problem of her t- just telling her about the the lake there. Um, as soon as she knows what she's missing, mm-hmm. now it's an issue. Um, but if she hadn't hadn't known that, then it all would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can't pe- keep people in cages if they know they're in a cage. Yeah, that's the problem there. <laughs> so, there's so many things like that that I I, I like about this film because it's. Um, mm-hmm. It it shows the you know you get a question about psychological development you get to a question about uh, you know confinement and, and worldviews and like that and mm-hmm. and then uh, the other thing is the the ethics of um, synthetic life and it, it's not a so it's not a full robot and uh, there's there's still the the side where there's a lot of people when they talk about artificial intelligence that will start talking about robot rights. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just hearing someone talk somewhere about uh, some influential person. They said, "What do you feel about uh, you know uh, robot rights?" Uh, I think it was a politician, a current politician. They're like, "No, uh, you know, don't believe they they have rights." Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, they start thinking about it, and it's it's a thing that uh, you know, once it's a if it's a sentient being, and it's just inorganic material and. It, it starts to get to an ethical point there where if you're mistreating them and I, I'm always, cause I know that robots are going to eventually overtake us all. Uh, <laughs> so I've been a supporter of robot rights from mm. the beginning. I give them full rights. And you just <laughs> always treat your robots nicely. You're like all hail our robotic like, overlords. I, love, I absolutely love battle bots. I love watching it. But the <laughs> second that they make artif- sentient yeah. artificial intelligence, yeah. I do not want to watch battle bots. Because uh, oh then now you're just watching, you know, I, I don't even like watching boxing because it's two sentient people beating up on each other. And I know they're both in on it, but I've yeah. beat up enough in school that it, oh. <laughs> it gives me flashbacks to that. I'm like, this is not good. I do not like this. Oh, dear. So, so yeah, even if the sentient robots wanted to fight, it's still a mm-hmm. thing of like, ah, it's, those are <clears throat> thinking creatures that are, that are getting hurt there. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's, it's the same with like chicken fighting or any of those things there. Mm-hmm. When it's a, when it's a sentient being, it's, it's tough to think, to do that. So, uh, so this one is, is kind of a way to think about that stuff with a kind of link between, uh, humans and robots. Yeah, there's that, that gray spot. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, they're they're engineered, but they're, they're still and so mostly human. The company, I guess, is adamant on referring to them as objects. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say they they refuse to say she. They say it. Mm-hmm. Um, like this is a a product. This is a, an, an item. This is not a human being. Mm-hmm. Do not do not think of of Morgan as a human being. And uh, to everyone else that has watched Morgan grow up and has, all the people that have worked there, every single one of them. They cannot separate her from a human being because they've witnessed her. They're like, no, she's a human being. Mm-hmm. She, she's, uh, you know, something different, but she's not, she, she, she's, a, uh, some, she's not, as they keep asking her, like, are you better than us? Are you superior? I said, no, I'm just different. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm different than a human being. I'm not quite a human being, but I'm, I'm, I'm different. But it's still, like, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't work with Morgan and, and not think of Morgan as human. That's mm-hmm. to treat Morgan like an object is the same. It's that yeah. kind of slavery thing. Yeah. The, the, the well, same mentality that that uh, that slave owners had mm-hmm. of 
looking at uh, at their their slaves as property as as not oh, yeah. a human, and it's just like when you look at them, you're like, how uh, well, can that not be a human? <laughs> yeah. so, well, it, it uh, to her benefit, she has the the bonus of still looking very much human yes. on the outside. Yes, yeah, yeah, that you know, kind of bringing up the the whole uncanny valley thing. That the more the more an object starts to look human, the more we get freaked out. Yeah, and in, uh, un- until you can't tell. Yeah, that, that's how that works. And it, like uh, an ex machina, yeah, they yeah, have so the the, uh, the android thing. Yeah. yeah, versus like an engineered human is 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 a, a going to be a big mental disconnect for a lot of people. Yes, and I I think that it's going to be a hard thing because you get um as it starts lessening from you have a human then you have the I don't know if they, the rubbery kind of skin stuff mm-hmm. like the ones in Japan that they've got now with the the emoting faces that look really weird. Oh yeah. Um and and then you can go back to like a C three PO style and then an R two D two style. Mm-hmm. Like at what point did different people not think of it as yeah. a, a living creature? <clears throat> but if it, to me, if it has awareness and it has sentience, then it can look like a toaster. <laughs> if I, but if it's a sentient toaster, I'm going to, you know, listen to its needs and be like, I'm tired. I, I don't want to make another piece of toast today. And I'm not going to force it to make a piece of toast. I'm going to get my old non-sentient toaster out and use that one. I, I don't want to have a sentient toaster. Yeah, you, you see this? You can be replaced that easily. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, quit, quit your bitching and make my bagel. So that's the, that's the kind of thing. Like yeah. you can't. So so they have they have to be kind of like on a data level from yeah. Star Trek. Well, even maybe. Well, data has enough sentience that you. you I mean, I, data looks enough uh, looks human enough. Mm-hmm. So people are still going to treat that like a human enough. I, there's still going to be lots of people who will buy a uh, Android unit like like data mm-hmm. and use it as its ser- as their servant and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kind of thing of uh, it's the the thing of they'll be the it's the owner of that item who's going to be really pissed off when their friend comes over and start teaching it about human rights and <laughs> all the things it can have and be like yeah. you, know, you shouldn't be treated like this and then it starts you know re- they start unionizing mm. and oh it's like damn it you ruined oh my dear. toaster <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, yeah it it's that thing of we, you right now we have the ability to create life by having two humans get together and create life mm-hmm. that is just like them but it's the question of how different is that when you are building it out of parts mm-hmm. um and when we get to the point where we're able to build a uh, a microchip that is able to have uh awareness and and cognitive abilities that are level to a human it, like watson or or siri or any of those I mean, watson's a little more highly evolved than, than that mm-hmm. um where it at least m- mimics there it's getting close to passing the turing test it's not quite there yet i mean you can have chat bots that pass the turing test but but it's not in person like you still it's yeah. still not there but uh but still to the point where it seems like it could be aware but it's not really aware mm-hmm. once you get to that point where they they are aware, and then it's just all the other start coming in play. So that, I think hmm. this movie did a good job of it presented that stuff in this way, where you're still having an organic being there, but uh, still bringing up the issues. Where I think it's a little easier for people to, I mean, you know, you could say that it's uh, propaganda for for uh, artificial intelligent life um, rights uh, for robot rights because. Mm. Because in a way that yeah, but she's not really a robot or an, or an android. I know, but yeah. she's she's yeah. synthetic life and she's engineered in a way. Yeah. So, but it's the thing of it's it's a it's <clears throat> on that on the spectrum of things when you're going towards an android, 
mm-hmm. and towards a full-on robot. Uh, if you if you make a movie uh, like Ex Machina or things where or Bicentennial yeah. Man or any of those where you've got or AI even um, where you have a full-on robot. Um, there are still a lot of people who are going to look at that and say eh, it's a piece of machinery. It doesn't deserve those rights. Mm-hmm. But when you when uh, you do uh, this like the level the, the, it, the Terminator also yeah or, yeah 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 living yeah it was living tissue living but tissue, just on, but on a robot on, body on a robot. So yeah. uh, so there's still going to be people on the other side of the fence with that one. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one you've pre- you you were able to uh, present the side of the people who are still treating this like an object as the government just teaching treating it like a piece of property. Mm-hmm. But this one's so close to human, that it's it's just barely different from from uh, a normal human being that mm-hmm. uh, audiences are going to side with Morgan on it. Mm-hmm. They're going to side with the uh, the rights of the synthetic life, and mm-hmm. it's easier for more audiences, more uh, for more people viewing this to uh, to be on that side than with something like Terminator. That's something that is less human. Uh, but it's that sliding scale thing. It's like mm-hmm. that PETA advertisement. Where do you draw the line? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's like normal society. Yeah. It, um, uh, what was this one? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah n- the exotic n- animals. Normal, normal society like pets. Uh, it's like survival necessity and apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one picture. That was a yeah. good picture. Of that. But yeah, it's uh, you. I mean, you gotta you gotta make the line somewhere at some point. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think this is a good good one that's that's treating that about. And even if you stop looking at it from a science fiction sense of what could a potential future look like if we had synthetic life or anything, it still can also go back to the idea of racism and the idea of uh, mm-hmm. any type of thing where you you put one human yeah. uh, over all, another. All the isms. Yeah, all the isms. <laughs> any time that you're you're putting one type of human over another type of human, mm-hmm. um, this is that kind of look where there's been throughout history there have been any number of people when they uh, you when they, that they look at someone and say they're not human. I was just watching a thing on History Channel, um, Dan Harmon's uh, Great Minds with Dan Harmon. Um, where mm-hmm. he goes, gets time travel, uh, takes people throughout history and, and gets to talk to them. And he was talking to Idi Amin, uh, who is talking about uh, um, the, all the people that he killed. And he said, oh, they weren't people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that thing. As soon, you stop looking at them as people and uh, mm-hmm. horrible things can, can come of that when yeah. you stop looking at someone It, it, it becomes human. easier to do horrible things. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what this, this film shows. And like any great sci-fi, it's showing a message about humanity. Uh, presented in this science fiction way mm-hmm. uh, so i think that that that's beautiful that they did that with it um and then yeah just having to take out everyone in there because <laughs> they're all connected to it yeah. uh, you can't have witnesses you gotta, can't, uh, gotta keep a secret the one guy was almost safe the last the uh, last guy oh the killed. the cook yeah, yeah. he was yeah. so close because she's like come on let's go yeah, it's, it's like it's like you had your chance it's like but how could you all right now uh, all right Lee that's it there you gotta you gotta be taken out because you're gonna raise a stink all right but fucking a i gave you a chance mm-hmm. but you can't have everyone anyone like go into the media afterwards uh just had to clean it all up mm-hmm. uh i thought there was always still a chance of i don't because it's a a new synthetic life um when they when she shot morgan and the body's floating there. I kept waiting for like the eyes to open up or something. Like we don't know how might, might possibly have healing yeah, abilities. I don't know her regenerative abilities. <laughs> this is a new life that I haven't seen before. Yeah. So I was I was waiting for that, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, it, it's possible if if you can um, change somebody's metabolism to run so high, 
you know, it, it, it'll look like they have like you know, like Wolverine healing when I'm, their their body is just working faster. Yeah, it. She's already growing up faster, so it would make sense that the it, yeah. the healing would also be at least four times as fast. Yeah. Um, so you've got uh, you mix that with uh, a a smart nanobot infused body mm-hmm. that if you are shot in this organ over here, if you if you're shot in a way that something else can make up for what that's doing. Um, you're, you know, her body's smart enough to be like, all right, switch power to this one, stop flood flow over here. Uh, yeah. this yeah, uh, or uh, just slow, uh, just over time, the nanobots will start repairing the cells. Yeah, so it does that while yeah. it's switching power. Maybe. At the same time, uh, most, I would say, yeah, most uh, uh, nanobot kind of stories like that, if you shoot somebody in the brain, you know, that's it. Yeah, well, that's just the the <clears throat> dumb thing is you got to have backup brains. Yeah, and if you've got a, you know, if I'm building a <laughs> an, uh, a robot, um, you know, first things first, uh, if it, you can have a brain there, but you're definitely going to have backup brains throughout the body, and then it's cloud backed up too. Yeah, because like you do the same thing with your computer. If you just have your your one hard drive that's not backed up anywhere, and then like that's yeah. just dumb. You shoot. Yeah, it, that, that's gone. your own fault. That's that's as dumb as humans were designed, where you could just yeah. shoot the brain and it's it's worthless. Like yeah. it'd be better if we had a backup somewhere yeah. else. It's like, oh no, my brain's damaged. I'm gonna wait for that to heal while I'm using my backup brain. Yeah. Was <laughs> uh, one of the other like sci-fi things? Um, it, uh, somebody has a nanobots all in their body. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the, the nanobots are all uh, wirelessly connected to each other yeah. and make, making the swarm themselves like a cloud you have, have a cloud be. computer yeah yeah if they're not if they're not networked then that's just can, dumb yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh anything you didn't like about this movie any uh hmm. things that bugged you about it? <clears throat> hmm. uh, you know i don't have uh, not really anything majorly negative mm-hmm. um I, I think they probably could have gone uh, a little better in some places. I think that too, and it's something that I you can't really uh, I I don't know how to put into words exactly. But, yeah, it, uh, it, it it doesn't have that uh, one last little spark to make it a really memorable movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's no Blade Runner. Definitely. True, yeah, but, yeah. It's, it's, but yeah, it, it I think it'll stick around. You know. Yeah, I think it can. Um, and the more I talk about it, I I feel better about the movie, and mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it it could earn a space on my mantle. Um, you know, I still haven't gotten, uh, haven't purchased Ex Machina to to stand on my stand, but that's one yeah. that I want to put on there. That's a. Yeah, uh, I would be interested in getting this to hear uh, the it commentary. St- it could stand next to it. I think definitely, <laughs> it would be it would be good to pair along with it. Of because I, I I really like. Um, these issues and synthetic life and artificial intelligence in, mm-hmm. in those ways and so because it's not a full-on robot i'm not as into it but uh because mm-hmm. as soon as i saw them like being birthed and stuff and, and growing up as a baby i'm like oh that's that's dumb that's, mm-hmm. that's the cheater way of of creating life because you're just using the stuff we already have uh, yeah. to build it they didn't they didn't put the work in as much to to create it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, so I, I would I would probably buy this to get the uh, the commentary. Yeah, I'd uh, love to, I, I kind of like to know that. what what Luke was really going for some of these things. I think the main thing that this shows me is um, I I'd, I'd love to see more from Luke Scott. Oh yeah, yeah. It, 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 not a bad first movie. No, I think not, not, not at path. all. And I mean, it's the thing you he was raised on the right environment. This is a uh, 
to talk about privilege yeah. or anything. Yeah. This, 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 isn't, yeah. this isn't your normal first time director. Uh, this, this guy had everything in place yeah. for it. Uh, yeah, privilege trigger. Because <laughs> it's like, this is, this is like watching a new Ridley Scott film. Um, mm-hmm. And, and a, like if this was a new Ridley Scott film, I'd be super pleased with it because, you know... It, Looking yeah, at it, some of it, his... kind of, it would make up for Prometheus almost exactly, and I still, you know, I still enjoyed things in Prometheus. I like, I like yeah. a lot of elements of it. Um, any good sci-fi. Oh, uh, not to go off too far on a tangent, I was listening to a podcast not long ago, and they were they were talking about uh, movies that could have been saved with like one minor fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came up in the course of that discussion. Um, the the guy who actually wrote the script for uh, Prometheus, uh, yeah. what turned into Prometheus, um, the yeah that that guy, uh, oh, I forgot his name. I forgot his name. It's, he's got a weird name. There were a couple of people that wrote on it, but I, I'm yeah. guessing well, it's not. Well, yeah, yeah. He he wrote this this uh, very early screenplay before the okay. the other guy got his hands on it to turn it into Prometheus. Because John's. Bates and Spates, that's it. Yeah. yeah, his original screenplay. Because okay. yeah, Damon is, Lindelof did the Far superior to what the other guy came up with, Damon what the other guy rewrote. I'll have to I'll have to look into that because yeah, I, I I heard Damon Lindelof's side of things. I heard him on a podcast talking about yeah. um, what he did with it, but uh, I, I'd, I'd love to hear. Yeah, yeah what, what Prometheus could have been was like so much better. Yeah, uh, especially when uh, some of the major uh, holes in Prometheus. That were specifically addressed in that early screenplay, uh, but yeah, I mean, really, Scott just did The Martian, which is a mm-hmm. great one too. And, and yeah, Martian and, was good. Yeah, um, so so he's he's been doing good stuff, but this is uh, this is one of those where it's uh, thought provoking uh, sci fi that in a I love the small scale of it, and um, while you know big Blade Runner things are great. Mm-hmm. Um, just having something that's uh, a simple enough story that you don't have to go so wide scope and uh, having to you know get a lot of uh, in-depth stuff about space travel and all of this that mm-hmm. it bogs it down a little bit. Um, so I like the good simplicity of it. And on the other hand, I'd like to see what Luke Scott does with a bigger budget and a larger mm-hmm. film. Oh, yeah. Uh, this one was a budget of $8 million. Eight That's million dollars. Pretty low. Pretty low. <laughs> However, uh, marketing and such, it's made four point two million. So oh. yeah, oh. yeah. This is it's actually the 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 last couple weekends have been really low for box office in general. Oh. Um, but yeah, four point two. Yeah. Four point two is the, not it's the end for, of summer. Yeah, four point two is not good for any movie. No. Um, but but an eight million dollar budget, like if it were a thirty million dollar budget and it made four, that would uh, be that would hurt really bad. But. <laughs> So it's made it's made half of its money back so far. It's got potential that I I'm, yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure it, it can make. I think about it came 10. out at the wrong time. I think it can make at least ten million, which will make it its money back. But mm-hmm. uh, maybe with aftermarket sales, um, it might be able to get that in a, in a foreign distribution. It, it could I could probably not be a loss for them at least, um, which will be good. It should it should be mm-hmm. able to make a profit to yeah. the studio. The <clears> question <throat> is with advertising. Yeah, they, know, they probably could have given it a better date. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like uh, going back to Ex Machina, that one came out in uh, the beginning of the year, and mm. um, it, it, which is normally where they dump terrible films. Yeah, January, February are for bad movies. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm, you know, they could have released it there, and it people wouldn't have seen it because they would assume it's terrible. But you also there's every so often there's some gems in there that you find that are that I'm very oh, yeah. pleased about. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. So actually, I think X Y Hannah came out in uh, April because it came out the same time of year, March or April, 
because uh, it was the same time of year that Cabin in the Woods come, came out. And that time of year, there's always something that's like really great that mm. comes out. It's, it's like original. The, li- the little underground hit. Yeah, the underground original stuff that comes out there that, that it gets it does well at uh, the festivals and then they release it right around that time because okay. um, it doesn't get overshadowed by the big blockbuster stuff. Anyway, so mm-hmm. uh, I... I'd like to see more people seeing this. And if you've gotten this far into the video, you've probably already seen the movie. And based <laughs> yeah. on the box office, that means not many people are going to watch this video. <laughs> if it's only made $4 million, uh, <laughs> that means there's not a lot of people who've seen this movie. So congratulations for watching Morgan. I hope yeah. I'd love to hear what you, uh, yeah. They, they, well, they've stuck with us for this long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd love to hear what you thought about the movie too. Um, mm-hmm. Put it in the comments. So, or yeah. write to us. Um, let us know because I'd love to hear that too. Uh, star ratings on, on this. Oh one. yeah, final star rating. Yeah. Hmm. I I gave it three and a half on actors and uh, when I yeah. walked out of the theater because I, I rate them then, which is a little soon to do it, but um, I, I like the impression in my yeah, mind. Yeah, first impressions. Yeah, so uh, first impressions was a three and a half on this one. After the discussion, I'd be willing to go up to a four on it. Um, it's definitely it's still missing that that five space. It's, it doesn't have the special stuff in yeah. there. Um, but uh, I think there's there's a lot of good stuff in there. So, yeah, between three and a yeah. half or a four. Yeah, I'll agree with three and a half, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great, good film. I know I definitely wanted to at least give three and a half when I walked out of it because I'm like, that's a positive on Rotten Tomatoes. And since I'm rating it on their mm. on their app. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to make sure it added to the positive <clears throat> audience score because yeah. this is definitely good. I, it should be seen, but it's... Uh, it's not it's not the great thing that uh, is out there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think definitely good. All right, thank you, thank you so much for watching. Uh, that's all we get. <laughs> Bye.